That's good. Today, we, I am going to be sharing about habits, but first of all, I'm going to introduce myself. Some of you will know me. Some of you won't know me. My name is Shane, and I'm 11th year at Connect Church. I moved from Tauranga when the world was going to end in 2012. They made a movie about it. Um, it didn't happen because we're in 2023, if you didn't know. And I have two beautiful kids, and Israel and Sophia, and they are just a bundle of joy. Thank you for loving them every Sunday. Um, oh, look, Israel just walked in right now. There he is. No, he didn't walk in. Soon, hopefully. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, Sophia, and I have one wife, Danika. I don't know why I wrote one wife. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be an option, right? Yeah. Anyway, Danika, she's in the kids, and she does an awesome job in there. She really is loving it. She gets all excited telling me what she's uh, what they're doing. So today they are, um, they, she's got like a demonstration with rocks and sand and saying that like uh, the rocks are like God in our life. They fill up our jar. Then you've got pebbles of things like family and, and relationships and friendships and then sands, all the other stuff. It's like we can't build our life just on the sand. We've got to have God as the foundation. So that's what your kids are learning today. It's a great message, but not my message. We're not in a kids church today. Um, I also run the young adults along with Danika and the youth group. And I tell you, it is so fun. It is so fun, but also it is such a privilege because the young adults here are fantastic. We're like uh, our own little family, and it is so special. We get to do life together. Doing life together is a lot better than alone, right? And youth, they keep me young, even though some of you probably say I am young. Um, I am young, but they keep me younger. And they are awesome. We've got a lot of year eights and year nines, which is really cool. So if we can get the word into them at this age, like how strong will they be when they are facing it? Adversity in year 11 and year 12, those things. And yeah, it's really, it's, it is a privilege. And I consider it a privilege to be able to speak here today. So I want to share some thoughts around something, around habits, that has really helped my life, and I hope it would help you too. Our habits, good or bad, affect and influence our life. In the car, you would have put on your seatbelt. Yes? Yeah. If you say no, we've got policemen in this, in this building. It's a good habit. We bite our nails. Bad habit. If I run out of popcorn at the movie, I, yeah, it's terrible. Sorry. Bad habit. You might be a saver, good with money. That's a great habit. You might be a, a spender, more going out than coming in. That's a bad habit. Habits are small things, but make a big difference. When we come home from work, do we sit on our phone, start scrolling, or do we spend time with our family or our spouse? I've had to change that in my life. I had a terrible habit coming home, finished work, you just want to blob out, not do anything. But now my, I've changed my habit. I've changed the way I thought, and I was like, I need to do this. So one, I greet my family with a kiss and a cuddle. Two, put my phone out of sight so it's not a temptation. And three, give some quality time. I've had to change my habits. Jesus said in Matthew 7, verse 16, you will know them by their fruits. We'll get into this a little bit more later on. But he says, you will know them by their fruits. Our lives produce fruit. Our habits are like seeds. Good seed produces good fruit. Bad seed produces bad fruit. If you sow a bad seed, guess what? You cannot expect to reap good fruit. And same, vice versa. If you, re, uh, if you sow good seed, you're going to get good fruit, which is good. Galatians 6, 7. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. 
So our habits are important. What we do day in and day out is important. Our habits today will shape our tomorrow. Your habits today will shape your tomorrow. So what are we shaping? Is it, is it, are you shaping something that you're, you're proud of? Or you're like, maybe this isn't really where I want to be heading. Because I've, I've had that moment in my life where like, the thing that I'm shaping, I'm not, I'm not okay with. I need, to be, I need to be better than this. I've been called to be set apart. So I need to create habits that help how I live or shape how I live. James Clear wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Atomic meaning small, not like Oppenheimer's big bomb. Um, atomic habits, small habits. He says this, some people spend their entire lives waiting for the time to be right to make an improvement. Entire lives. What's, I don't know what the average. Say you live to 80. 80 years of having a thought, maybe I should do this or maybe I should start doing this. Let's not be like that. Let's make an improvement today. Let's make the right time is now. When's the right time to have kids? People always ask me. I don't know. No one's ever ready to have kids, but you just do it and you adapt and you, yeah, you change with the circumstances and you grow and you improve. A quote from John Dryden, a poet in the 1600s. I'm glad um, he doesn't use old English. Well, maybe it is and I can understand it. We first make our habits, then our habits make us. Or we don't make habits, but our habits still make us. We do things every day knowingly or unknowingly, and you know what? They influence and affect our life. Take control of your habits. It's important that we know what we're doing. Otherwise, we don't know what we're doing, but there's still fruit that's being produced. So it's important to take control of our habits, and that it shapes our life that is led towards Christ. We should be in control of our habits, or bad habits will inadvertently control us. Habits shape our future, so what are we shaping? The New Living transver- uh, transversion. Translation says in Matthew seven sixteen, you can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. By the way they act. Uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle leads Life Church, or you might know him, he did, does the Version Bible app. He made that. Um, a habit is not a mastered skill. It's a mastery of a certain mindset. So it's not a mastered skill. It's not the action. It's a mastery of a mindset. So it's changing your thinking, changing your mind to then how we think becomes what we do, and what we do shapes how we live. So remember this. A habit's not a mastered skill. It's a mastery of a certain mindset. Sometimes we're thrown off course in life. Life throws things at us. But you know what? We're very capable of throwing ourselves off track. Oh, maybe in my life, it's definitely. But we don't need the devil to take us off track because we can manage just fine. But how do we manage to stay on the right track, stick to good habits? Well, Galatians has some encouragement in chapter 6, verse 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we don't give up. So don't give up. If you're waiting on a miracle, don't give up. If you're waiting for harvest, don't give up. If we give up, we're not going to see harvest. We're not going to see breakthrough, okay? So keep pushing. Don't lose heart. I go to the gym with Ruben. Thank you. And um, a good analogy is, come on, do the extra rep. One one more rep, one more rep. You got five more. Um, And it's true because if you do that extra rep, that's one rep closer to your goal. If you do that habit today and tomorrow, then you're closer than you were yesterday. 
So we've got to be thinking like that. We've got to think that everything that I do is going to affect something in the future. We have a goal 12 months from now. Tomorrow it's 11 months and 29 days. Then it's, or 30, 31. I don't know, months are confusing, aren't they the same? Um, so just remember that it's a mindset, and that mindset helps uh, us with our actions. What we think becomes what we do, and what we do shapes how we live. We need to remember that habit is something small, but has great impact. We need to have the mindset that each day is one step closer to our goal. Uh, what really set this off in my life uh, around my habits was my bad habit of overeating. And I love food. I love sweets. I could demolish a block of chocolate right now, you know? But who knows that that's not the best thing to do? It's good for your taste buds, but maybe not uh, for the hips, you know? So I, I'll share a little bit about my testimony, as we've heard Nats, which is so powerful. I was uh, 13. I moved here 13. And my whole life, not mm, my intermediate, we don't have intermediates down here, but seven, eight, nine, I was bullied a lot because I was quite short and out wide. And, and I didn't like that. I, I'm a wooer. I'm a people pleaser. And so when people were telling me that I'm this, I'm that, I, I believe it because I'm like, you know what? There's a smile on their face. Maybe I should just be what they're calling me. And so I identify with what they said about me versus what? like my parents said about me or what God said about me. And so I really found myself dwelling in sadness, not motivated, hating myself, hating what I looked like in the mirror. And I just got sick of it. I was just, I, I can't keep living like this until I had an encounter with God in 2012 when I moved down here. And he dealt with all of those things. Yes, I prayed a million times that I'd be Arnold the next day. Why can't I be Arnold the next day overnight? Come on, God, you can do anything. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful that he doesn't do that because he teaches us character development. He teaches us discipline. He teaches these things through the journey of life. So yeah, I had a bad habit. And, and recently, maybe two years ago, I was put right back in that place where I looked in the mirror and I was like, I've just gone full circle. I've come back to where I, where I was, where I hated to be. And I was like, I can't do this. I really can't do this in and I was like, do I want to shy away, dwell in sadness, not be motivated? Or am I going to be motivated to change my habits and really take control of this? And, and I, I chose that as my option. I got sick of it, and I was like, you know what? I can change it. So I started researching uh, how to lose weight, how to gain muscle, what kind of training methods. What I know that eating is basically 80% of it. So I was like, I need to get this down packed. And I did. So I researched how many calories I should eat. Turns out I was eating a lot more, so... The first week was a struggle. I was like, man, I'm so hungry. <laughs> After I demolished chicken and rice three times a day, I was like, man, I still could eat more. Anyway, um, so I developed a habit of eating good and watching when I was eating. And so one week went by, and I was like, oh, I think I lost a kilo. I was like, this is good. But then next week, I might not lose anything. I was like, oh, but I'll, keep, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. And then six months goes by. I think I lost almost 12 um, 12 months goes by, I was almost at 20, and at the peak of it, I lost 29 kilos, and I was like, this is just a great example of how sticking to a habit can change our life dramatically, like that's a lot of weight, and so I was like, man, why can't, I should apply this to every area of my life, and it, it, it reminded me of a scripture I always used to quote, 1 Timothy 4.8, 
physical training is good. And I was like, yes, Jesus says I can lift weights. <laughs> physical training is good. But look at the second bit. But training for godliness is much better. And I was like, yeah, I got the first one down every day. Maybe I should try the other one every day. And look, it promises benefits, not in this life, but in the life to come. So you get benefits now and later. So that's when I was like, you know what? I've, I've learned how to be disciplined. I've learned resilience when I, I'm wanting something, but I know I shouldn't. I've learned how to deal with that. Pastor Adam's been talking about how to deal with temptation. It's, it's helped me build character and develop me so I can be better at that. And someone once said this, the best way to break a bad habit is to drop it. You can't wean off it. You, you can't wean off it. You just got to get rid of it. The Bible says to cut it at the root. Cut it at the root. What's that thing in your life that you just need to drop? Habits will help you do life right. Now, habit starts with the mindset shift. Remember that it all makes greater impact, not just on your life, but the lives around you. Habits today will shape tomorrow. I'm a possibilities kind of guy. I like to think for the best in, in every situation. So I, I look at it like this. The potential of your marriage is a reflection of the quality of your habits. But you could take out marriage, you could put in education, the potential of your education or your fitness goal or your walk with God. They're all reflections of quality habits. And I'm glad that uh, habit starts with the mind because we know in Romans 12 too, it says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. If he's changing the way you think and we're adopting what he, uh, adopting his mind of how he thinks, imagine the habits that flow from that thinking. Imagine the life that we would lead with Christ-minded habits. And that's really the main thing today is we need to have the Christ-minded habits. Our minds are being renewed every day. They aren't renewed, but they are being renewed. It's ongoing. We need to, yeah, drop the old way or pick up the new way. You've got two choices. Drop the old way, I highly recommend. Pick up the new way. Pick up the new way and adopt Christ's way of thinking. This one related to me, I remember school reports, procrastination and being lazy. Guess what? Their habits. I was very much devoted to finding how I could not do homework, how I could not study for a test. Yeah, pro procrastination is real, okay? And it's a habit. Humans are constantly trying to make life easy, make it faster, or that we don't have to do it at all. You know, the, the slogans, how to lose weight fast. The guy who always comes up on the adverts and stuff. How to build muscle fast. How to create a side hustle with no effort but proves great results. I don't know anyone who has not put in any hard work and had great results. I think about like, think of massive businesses. I'm sure a lot of hard work's gone into that to make it what it is today. It doesn't just happen, you know? Hard work and habits. Sometimes we're focused so much on finding the best approach that we never get around to taking action. So I'm here today to challenge and take action. I need to take action. We all need to take action. James Clear in his book uh, says this, The first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes that follow. Listen to this. Missing once is an accident. Missing twice is the start of a new habit. And I was like, oh, man. Even that first bit, the first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes. Some, I... I can replace that word mistake with maybe thoughts. The first thought about yourself is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated thoughts that follow. 
What are you thinking about? What are you doing? Yeah, missing once is an accident. We can all miss. Missing twice is the start of a new habit. People who are successful do things consistently, but other people do occasionally. So the quote here is, successful people do consistently what others do occasionally. And it's true. And I apply that to myself. Do I read my Bible consistently or occasionally? Do I pray consistently or occasionally? We've got, we got to choose these. We've got to create habits that we don't actually have to choose. We, we're doing one of them. And the one we want to do is consistently. Successful people do consistently what others do occasionally. We can apply good and bad habits in our lives. And one that really does stick out for me and for us Christians is our daily life and our daily walk with God. I struggled for a long time to make spending time with God a priority. And I've had to change my way of thinking and my habits. We know that, yeah, habits are the mindset. What we think becomes what we do, and what we do shapes how we live. Your habits aren't just a result of what you do, more a result on how you think. It's simple but hard. Eating good every day sounds simple. It was so hard. <laughs> but the fruit is there. The, you, you put in the work, you put in the labor, and there's a harvest. You sow the seed, you water it, you water it, you look after it. You don't just plant a seed and wish for the best. Well, hopefully the sunflower grows. You gotta water it, you gotta give it sun, you gotta give it light. Hard work. Fruit we produce are affected by the habits we hold. So are we holding the right habits? Are we holding the most beneficial habits? Or are they bad and need to be dropped? Going back to our scripture in Matthew seven, sixteen, verse twenty. Jesus has shared the importance of sowing good seeds, little things that have great impact. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Just in case you thought it was I bringing this word, Jesus said this. And I want to bear good fruit. I don't know about you. You want to bear good fruit? I think we all do. Rhetorical question. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Yeah. Scary. So you can't expect to reap good fruit from bad seed, nor good results from bad habits. I This might not be a, a bad habit for you, but it was a bad habit for me. Spending $5 on coffees every day. That was a bad habit. Um. So that was $1,825. Plus, that's not even Danica's. Like, if she might, she was good. She was only about like one or two a week. But say, it was almost 2000 I reckon. I was like, man, this is a lot of money to be wasting on milk, coffee ground, on that set, and water. So I can get water for free, and milk's not that expensive. Well, it is now. Um, but I was like, this is a bad habit. A year from now, I could have $2,000 more than I have now. So I was like, I'm going to go and buy a coffee machine. So it was about half the price of that, which is good. So it was only a one-off payment. But then every year, I'm not paying, I'm not spending $2,000 every year. You know, that, that, was a, that was a habit that I needed to change. Maybe it is for you too. Um, you buy, how much are those 20, uh, 20 sachets? They're like $3 something. 20 coffees for $3 versus 20 coffees for 100 Like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> so... 
There's lots of things that we can do. I think about if you struggle to read your Bible, here's a practical. Put it on the coffee table in your, in your lounge or on your dining room table, somewhere where you can see it all the time. You want to go one step? Put it on your pillow. So you actually have to pick it up and move it, or are you going to pick it up and read it? If that's something that you struggle with, well, I've been there, chuck it on your pillow. You actually have to move it. You're not going to get sleep on it. Maybe that's a good way to get the word in your head. You're not going to sleep on it. It's not going to be comfortable. So that's, maybe that's something you could change today. But a way that I've created to start spending time with God that's really helped me is I wake up an hour earlier. You don't have to be that extreme if you're an hour. You could do half an hour. But so I lose, so I get seven hours of sleep. I don't know if Danica gets seven hours of sleep. I don't hear the kids wake up at all, but sorry. I'm just a good sleeper. But so I get, instead of getting eight hours, I get seven hours. Okay, so I've gained an hour. Lost an hour of sleep, but I gained an hour of productivity or intentional time with God. Stack that up over a year, 365 hours. Month, it's a month and a half. 45 working days of extra time, extra intentional time that I get to spend with God. And that has rocked my world. And I know getting up earlier isn't the only way to spend time with God. But if you struggle, what, what have you got to lose? You get what, an hour of sleep. Other than that, sometimes that is a battle. But what have you got to gain? Imagine 45 like working days. That's based off an eight-hour shift. 45 days that you get to spend with God. Think about the year from now. Those extra 365 hours that you've spent with God, imagine how much closer you'll know Him, the presence you'd carry. And, and the, I haven't seen, and I've been praying over my home, I've been praying over my kids every morning, over my marriage, over my workplace, my ministry, the people that are in it. And it's like, man, I, the fruit that I've been able to see is just incredible, not just over the ministries, but I mean, Abby texted me after Monday night. She's like, as soon as I walked into your home, I just felt the presence of God. And I was like, this is, this is what I want. This is what I've been praying for every single day. And, and the fruit is there. So yes, you lose an hour of sleep or half an hour, but you gain an hour or half an hour of time that you get to spend with God. Intentional time. So I hope that has helped you. Because we are to seek first the kingdom, right? Seek first his kingdom and all things will be added. Habits, we need to create them or they create us. What we sow, we will reap. Jesus said that we can evaluate our life by the fruit it produces. I love in that Matthew chapter 7, he's, he's talking about people. You'll know them by their fruits. And we love to know people by their fruits. We love to see what's going on in other people's lives. We'll talk about it. But I'm talking to you at an inward focus. What's the fruit, fruit that your life is producing? As if it's good fruit, rejoice. Be happy. Be glad. Thank God. If it's bad fruit, drop the seed. Drop the habit. Drop it. Habits are the little day-to-day things we do to start with a mind, that start with a mindset shift that when put together have a big impact, not just on you, but the lives around you. Think about the possibilities a year from now. If it's your education goal, will you be qualified by then? If it's a, a fitness goal, who will you be by then? But if it's a, if a marriage or a, a relationship with God goal, imagine the possibilities that you could have a year from now, and it starts today. We don't want to be ones that spend a whole life wanting to make change, but never do it. Today, we're taking action. You struggle to read your Bible? Put it on your pillow. That's one practical way. Someone came up to me and said, um, 
And they said, well done for speaking. It's, you, do you feel a relief um, from the last? And I was like, yeah, kind of. I've got to do it again. Um, but it relates, to, it relates to habits. It's in Proverbs 13, 19. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. And it is. You set out to do a task, you achieve it. That's, that's awesome. That's sweet to the soul. So I encourage you. And the best decision I made was to follow Jesus every day. I may not have made a habit to, to meet with him every day, but I still decide to be a Christian. No matter what life throws at me or how I feel, I'm still going to praise God. I'm still going to pick up my cross and follow him. Why? Because I'm not just here for myself, but I'm here for the people around me who, who might need a shoulder to cry on, who might need a lift up, or for those who don't know him yet and need him. This world needs him. Are we ready? Do we have habits in place that we can actually take on a goal? We're like, you know what? I actually can go serve at Tanika an hour a week. An hour a week. Why not? Let me pray. Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for your word that it is a light for us, God, that it is a guide, that you are our true north. Father, I pray that what's sown in today, God, would flourish, would be watered, and would be harvested. God, I thank you for the things that are on our hearts, the things that we need to drop, whether it's a sin, whether it's a bad habit, or whatever it is, God, I pray, Lord, that we would drop them and would pick up your way, your new life, that we've been raised to life with Christ. We can rejoice in that. So, Father, I pray today that anyone struggling with with bad habits, with habits in general, God, I pray that you would challenge them, encourage them, stir us up, God. Stir us to be the best that we can for you, for your glory. Everyone said, amen. Thank you. Now let's put our hands together. Thank you so much, Shane. It's amazing how bad habits are just so easy to pick up. So easy to pick up. I've never, I've never read a book that has mentioned, like, you know, with a title of, you know, become a better smoker in 10 days. I've never read a book like that. But the amount of books talking about how to give up smoking would be just numerous. But it's, it just reminds me about those, those things. And I think you mentioned it in the first service um, about when you, when you identify with what you are. You know, we, we go for a run not because I want to get fit, but because I'm a runner. You know, it's a, you're identifying as that thing. And, and I think that's a, a habit. And oh, that's a nice little laugh now. Yeah, so I'm an athlete, so I identify as an athlete. Uh, but uh, but it's, it's those things. But when we, we identify as a son and a daughter of Christ, a son and a daughter of, of God, then by, by consequence, we read the Bible. We pray and we spend time because of who we are. You know, when we know our identity in Him, that's the habits we put in place to be what we actually are. We walk it out. So thank you, Shane, for a challenging message on habits. And I think, you know, we, a lot of habits we don't even know we're doing. It's just uh, we put it on autopilot, but it's good to reflect on what are the habits we carry and what are the good habits we're replacing that we want to walk out and see God fulfill and, and use us in the purpose He's called us to be. Amen? Amen. Would you raise your seat, your, your feet as we... Raise out of your seat, on your feet. As I pronounce a blessing, just hold out your hands to receive. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. 
May the Lord show us, show you his favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Well, that's the, that's the end of the service. Hope you've had a great week. If you need prayer for absolutely anything, uh, we've got a great uh, couple over here that will pray for you for any needs. Um, otherwise, enjoy the fellowship, enjoy the coffee, and have a great week.